Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action Forward News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Combo number 5, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Then we have Big Tuck, your breaking news source. Yes, and always remember, as the great Rakasha Thomas Fuller always would say, one that would have the food token must cast the goose that is gilded. Really, really makes your brain turn on that one, you know, just you can feel, you can feel it. Squeamy Gee getting caught up on meta traffic with the weatherlight report. Oh, I'm bringing you the beat on the street. Then we have the head of CMD Tower himself. <laughs> well, it looks like when Mr. T attended Oko's Thanksgiving, he ate way too many food tokens. Gotta learn that self-control. It's a good bit. It's a great bit. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into your number six source of Magic the Gathering news. Uh, I believe you should actually be able to go out and nominate us for an Emmy Cruel right now. Oh, is that back up? That's back up. I had no idea. Hashtag. Well, okay, then this year we're winning. Woo! I'll take it. If we can get best of 2020, at least 2020 had something mediocre. Yeah. That is the definition of this channel. <laughs> we're going to start off at the top of the cast, ladies, and carnage that ensued with 45. So, the game I want to talk about uh, involved Mr. T, Sir Nathan. Uh, and MTG Lord of Leaves, my arch rival, which yes. I have many now, so I don't know if I can call any of them rivals because <laughs> there's like seven of them. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't call them arch because there's seventeen. But it's just everybody you play now. And so uh, I've said this before. I'm doing a thing where I'm actually setting my decks aside either before I get on or the night before. And I even set up the order in which I'm going to play the decks. So that way, no meta picking. There's no, oh, man, I'm getting my butt kicked. Let me go get five color Joda and whoop some horse. Sure. Um, and so first one up in the rotation was my turns and burns deck. Just so happened MTG Lorda Leaves also was playing a Vile Smasher deck. Oh, no. uh, but his was with the Simic uh, Get Mana check for how many cards you've drawn. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, Mr. T was actually doing his Obeka deck, the new one from Ooh, Commander Legends, okay. where you tap okay. and target player can end the he turn if they should show choose. Oh, cool. He is very jazzed. And then, of course, Nathan with Sir Conrad. So... Um, it came down to it to where Mr. T died to this discard outlet damage. Um, MTG Lord of Leaves uh, deck wasn't so much of a throwing random damage around. It was more of a discard wheeling type of theme, which I thought was pretty interesting. Haven't seen that before. And so we had this enchantment out to where whenever you discard a card, you have to take two. Yeah. And um, we ended up kind of doing everything. Mr. T got down to like... See, because I overloaded Cyclonic Rift. He had 20 cards in hand, Ooh. and he was going to die at the end of his turn. <laughs> and so he thought he got real cute by playing that new red mythic dragon from Commander Legends, where when it enters the battlefield, you may take your commander from the command zone, put it onto the battlefield, and then at the end of the turn, you put it back into the command zone. Oh, right. Kind right, of right. a cheap way to get it out, and he gains haste. But the thing that Mr. T forgot is that cleanup happens after the end of turn. So you go to your end step, the dragon's ability resolves, then the cleanup happens, uh, and that's when you actually have to discard. So he couldn't end the turn in response to all the damage triggers because Obeka had to go back to the command zone. Um, so he ended up dying. Wait, and wait, then, sorry. Couldn't he have just cast his commander and then just ended the turn right then? 
Yes, but then there's still a cleanup that happens after the end step. Cleanup happens even ah, if you end the turn. And cleanup, I see, I see, I see. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, we're all here. Um, I'm getting pretty low on life, but I ended up doing some, you know, take an extra turn, take an extra two turns. I'm flinging damage around. I'm pretty much the reason Mr. T died because I think on random damage with three opponents, I hit him two or three times in a row for like 20 damage, something like that. <laughs> um, and so, you know, it gets down to Nathan and Brian and I had a mana crypt out. Oh, God. and you guys probably already know what's going to happen. I kept losing <laughs> that effing mana crypt flip so Dude, many you times. Take that card out of your decks. It just that's what, it this is what the third time that's killed you. That card just wrecks you. And so you can uh, call that card your arch rival. Yeah, there you go. So I had a great board. Um, Nathan was pretty much shut down at that point, and he ended up doing Black Sun Zenith for minus three, killing Vile Smasher, and that would have been, I would have had to cast Vile Smasher for nine the next time, and I just did not have enough to do nine, that nine, and nine, the other nine, thing. Nine. <laughs> so, you know, I flipped my mana crypt, I'm down to like two, because uh, Lord of Leaves tried to kill me, but I had a Narset out, um, and I only had one card in hand because he did a uh, wheel effect. And mm. so basically, he didn't get to draw any cards. Nathan drew one. He thought I had still three in hand, but I had just done a counter spell and a bounce thing, so I only had one card left. It was a Swan Song um, and no open mana, so I couldn't even counter his wheel. And so I, I take two. He ended up swinging some command or some uh, regular damage at me, um, and I'm like, okay, goes my turn. I lose a mana crypt. I'm at two. What do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, well, this could be funny. I had Swarm Intelligence on the battlefield, cast Expropriate. Oh, they both say time twice, which if you're counting, ladies and gents, that means I'm going to have to flip Mana Crypt six times in a row <laughs> to not die. And I decided, you know oh, what? Great. I'm going out on my own terms. I cast a Demonic Tutor. To, it, it triggered twice. I went and got a Pain Land and Renin Sixth. Use the Pain Land to put myself at one. Played Renin Six <laughs> minus one to kill just myself. Blasted oh, yourself wow. in the face. <laughs> wouldn't even let Mana Crypt have the dignity to take oh, you out. That's no, awesome. hell no. And then just for point, the very next game, I played my Colorless deck and died to Mana Crypt in that game too. No way. Yep. Two games in a row. So I believe MTG Lord of Leaves actually kept track of my mana crypt damage in one of the games. And I wanted to say it was like at 18 or something like that or 20. Um, may have been higher because in the colorless game I also had Ancient Tomb. So oh, uh, that that was my Sunday. Squee, any games you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, well, it wasn't much of a game, but it was, I guess you could, and I'm air quoting right now, call it a game. Uh, so I was playing with uh, Hamburger Demon Poop himself, oh, the uh, uh, Lemony Lemmings, and then uh, Best showed up for a, a couple of games as well. Um, not even going to go into what decks everybody was running other than Hamburger Demon Poop, because it didn't matter. Uh, he was running all of our favorite, Grand Arbiter, St. Augustine IV. First turn land tax. Bad start. From the entirety of the rest of the game, nobody did anything. Literally nobody did anything. <laughs> Every spell got countered. Every creature was just... Nobody could afford to cast anything. He could just loop in board wipes, loop in return to your hands. It was so upsetting. And he was acting as though just just like Big Tuckwood, you know? I'm not, oh, no, I'm not doing anything over here. I'm not... 
I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm not drawing for Ristic Study and Smothering Tithe every turn and getting all these treasure tokens. And No, no, no. I haven't drawn like 45 cards since a couple turns ago. And no, I don't have any counter spells. It's, no, I'm not doing anything. And uh, long story short, we all scooped. Yeah, sounds about right. Every single person. I mean, I don't know what else you do do in that situation. Do do. He said do do. You play twice, for like twice. six or seven hours in a row. Yeah, exactly. Or, or you get the hell out of there. Anyways, hamburger demon poop. You're on my radar. I like it. You're on notice. Big Tuck, any games you want to talk about? Well, you see, sometimes certain things happen, and then other times I'm too lazy to try to do a sound effect or do a bit. So I didn't get to play any games last week. Um, but I'm very excited. I. I, last week, when this comes out, will have streamed with Mr. Beavers again, which I'm doing nice. tomorrow in present time, which is exciting. Um, and then also our unboxing league that I'm in is starting. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to trying out the new cards that I've opened and just been sitting on my table for the last <laughs> week. <laughs> well, that's exciting. Do you know what decks you're going to play with uh, Bevers? Um, I don't yet. So uh, I'm... I, I don't know. I was trying to figure out if we could find like a theme of. I want to see if they wanted to do and I'm their unboxing leagues if they're doing them because I actually built three decks and I don't know which one to play yet. Um, and then one person wants to play Soul Tie, so I was like, maybe we could all do Soul Tie, but I guess some people don't want to do that. So I, I don't know. I'll take a I'll take a poll, I guess, or just figure out which ones I have to play according to my spreadsheet. There you go. Well, that's going to wrap up 40 Life in a Dash. Now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse, what's the plane chase? All right. Uh, so we're going into, what would this be, phase two, if we want to go in phases? Maybe phase two of sure. the uh, player archetypes that we have. Oh, not of the uh, Avengers Initiative? What about, uh, phase, well, what about phase know. 10, the very fun uh, card game you can play with your parents over the Halloween, Thanksgiving breaks? I do not believe I've ever heard of that before. Never yeah, heard of that. It, it's all right. <laughs> all right, well, uh, all right. Uh, yeah, so this week we're going with the politic. Uh, I wanted to talk about this one mostly because Big Tuck's sitting in this room here, and uh, this is his jazz. This yeah, is his jam. This is what he does on the weekends for fun. Talk to and he doesn't mean jazz deals. from Fresh Prince. No, no, I do not. Uh, or or, or politic, the someone call annoying me. musical themes. When you do politic, I do want to throw you out the front door like jazz, but. What? Do you watch Fresh, Fresh Prince? Prince? Jazz no. gets thrown out of Will's house every time by, by Will's uh, uncle. uncle. His behemoth, a hulking uncle. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. And he I, goes, ah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Child abuse. <laughs> Big fan. Oh, oh come on. Dude. He was like 30 by the time that show was being filmed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what we're going to do, we're going to go through a couple different scenarios and questions around politicking and the player themselves. And then I'm going to give you a brief description. Not that I really think you need it, but... For, for those playing the home game, the politician is the person that's always trying to swing a deal with somebody else, whether it's to get something onto their board faster or to get somebody not to do something to them. Basically, they're the people that do not sit back, kind of see how the game unfolds. They're trying to change every single part of it. Uh, so I wanted to start with a question. Then I'm going to go to you first, Big Tuck, because you know the most about this. Oh, when you have been the politician, do you politic the whole game or just in scenarios when you really need help? Uh, always the full game. If I'm going in, if I'm going in on the, if I'm going in on the politics, it doesn't matter. I'm trying to be an you agent know what, at least change. You're honest. I'm trying to wheel and deal, trying to make things interesting, right? And I think the reason why I do that is because 
depending on who you're playing with, the games can kind of stall out and people are like, you know, they were worried about attacking and that sort of thing. And I like, I, I that's why I've always liked, you know, some point systems of like first blood and that sort of thing. So I just like, I like to, I like to keep things interesting. I like to keep things moving. So, you know, you wheel and deal a little bit in the early, in the early game, just to show that, you know, Hey, I'm trustworthy this time. Um, and then, you know, you can kind of get, if you weasel, if you do find yourself in a corner, you can maybe use some of that good favor to make yourself last a little long. So if I'm going in, I'm going pot committed in the whole game. That's, that's interesting. That's almost the exact opposite of me. By politic, man, I am dying. Like, I am too dead, <laughs> almost dead. I don't want any part of anybody's deals. I don't want to hear your nonsense. I know what I'm doing. That's how I go about the game. But, yeah, I, I, at, least you're, at least you're consistent. I'll give yeah. you that. I do appreciate that. What about you, Mr. Combo? So, this is going to come a shock to a lot of people. You hate politics? <laughs> I don't politic yeah, ever, true. ever. Yeah, yeah. What what ends up happening is I purely and so you know the the collective you, you make that is straightforward deals. I'll give you that, but that's exactly. not really politicking. Um, yeah. And you know the collective that have met me and people that have known me for many years. I'm a very logical thinker. I'm very to the facts. I'm I'm not uh, twisting around and 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 looking into that that the shadows, if you will. And so <laughs> a lot of times when people think I'm trying to politic, I'm purely just making an observation. Like, why are you targeting this at me when this person has all of these things and I have this single thing? And it frustrates me to no hell because <laughs> if I ever legitimately tried to politic, I would be like, oh, Mr. Combo's politicking. Oh, don't listen to him. I wish you could see this, his body language right now. It's amazing. I'm just laughing because it's 100% true. <laughs> and then I don't politic, and then it's, ooh, Mr. Combo's politicking. It's basically anything that I say, apparently I'm politicking, and it just makes me want to literally combo out turn three every game just so I don't have to deal with it. Could, you could say this is almost a cyclical cycle because maybe this is how it's always been since the start and this is why you're now a combo player monster. Ooh, oh my God. The, the origins of the, the nightmare. Mm -hmm. See, but that's what I'm saying where it's like if you do it every game, like by the time that would happen, they're like, you're like, that's clearly the threat and then they say, well, we made some sort of deal previously that he's helping me out on, so... Now I got, I'm not going to take you out because they're a mutual party. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you, Mr. Combo. I, I do feel for you. You're a, you're a pickle smash between two rocks. I got a pickle for you. Metaphor. Uh, anyways. That was a very weird metaphor. I don't think I've ever seen a pickle <laughs> a little, smash a little, between two little, rocks. That was a little slimy there. It was a little, <laughs> it was a little slimy. Off that, Had off some that legs, but, but not, not, not really a Ferrari by any means. Yeah. Um, all right. So the next thing I wanted to get into, because this is, seems a little controversial to me, and I'll tell you about my feelings on this, because this has a storied past. Is it fair to politic for second place? I mean... If you know you're going to lose, and you know <laughs> other people have a chance to win, is it fair for you to try and get rid of everything else knowing you're going to lose just to scoop up second place, which doesn't mean anything? This is what I, I don't this know, is what I like How to, do you feel about this? This is, this is like what I like to refer to as the marketing Ross play, because he does this every <laughs> single game. <laughs> I just don't understand. I do not understand why you would ever care about getting second place unless 
it's just a bipartisan politicking where you know the other side's always wrong or you're always right, and then you just got to prove them wrong. Well, there's something on the line there, like, I don't know, cards and the November drinkathon. And this is the prime time to politic for second place. And it works. <laughs> That is that is fine. If there is, and I will say that if if it's a tournament or you're getting points or whatever, sure, sure, take your points. Yeah, but if but we're talking Sunday afternoon, drinking a beer, shooting the, sh- watching the game, playing the game. Who cares about second place? Yeah, exactly. Ricky Bobby nailed it. You know, if you ain't first, you last. And don't even listen to his dad. I know you could be second, third, fourth, fifth, but I was I was high on peyote the entire time. <laughs> That entire uh, uh, time I played with Ross. Yeah, I, I, I pretty much agree with this. Um, you know, I think the only I think the only time when I would do this personally is like if I'm playing a newer ish deck or I'm about to do something very cool that I hadn't done before. Even if I know I'll lose, at least I'll be able to say like, oh, this got to play out the way it, this did work or this didn't and that sort of thing. So that's the only time I would really do it from that perspective. But yeah, this is this is what Ross does. I would say almost every game he doesn't outright win. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess the, the thing that I would say is the question is, is it fair to the table to politic for second place? Yeah. And I mean, how is it not fair? Uh, I mean, you're still there. You're still an opponent. I, I guess it's the difference of if you're taking uh, are away you, plays are you, from other people that could, could potentially do something in the game. When you, but you if you know weren't politicking, but that is a bit. But if you weren't politicking for second place, you're still there. You can still take away plays that other people are doing. You're still Kinda. impacting the game. The only time that I could see it being annoying is if whoever's clearly ahead is like, "Okay, Big Tuck, I'm going to kill you," and like you're out of the game, and you're like, "Well, hold on, I'll be your little little ho ho the rest I'll of the game. Little, I'll be your little minion." <laughs> Yeah, um, then I can see how that's like un- unfair yeah. for the table. Then it kind of turns um, into I kind of, the, uh... I kind of did that this last Sunday, or I guess Uh-oh. now it'd be two Sundays ago. Uh, I was getting real low, and I had pissed someone off, and I was like, "Look, I'll be your." I think it might have actually been Ross. I was like, "Ross, I'll be your bitch the rest of the game." Uh-huh. And he's like, "Okay, fair. Well, of course he's gonna take you like, up cool. on that." That's just, it's like <laughs> yeah. someone telling you, "It's like, hey, I will do the exact same thing that you do every game." <laughs> but you get you. to be you get to benefit from it <laughs> you get to be the winner uh well yeah it seems like we're all fairly on the same page <sighs> I, I just don't like the spiteful second place ploy i won't even call it a play i'll call it a ploy okay if you want to do yeah, that i think that's fair um so when i originally wrote this question now rereading it i want to to phrase it differently for the next thing that i wanted to get into and it is when you see somebody on the table making a deal with somebody else and you know it's a bad deal for everyone, do you let them make the deal or do you jump in and politic yourself? And I want to start with Mr. Combo on this because Mr. Combo doesn't like politicking, but he does like pointing things out. So Yeah, that's not politicking. It's just I'm pointing out facts. Like, that's a terrible deal. <laughs> Why in the world would you do that? You deserve to be smacked. <laughs> and I see nothing wrong with pointing that out. Like, you... Cause, cause here's the thing. And we, we have a wide gamut of magic knowledge, uh, with, within our own play group, people that have only been playing a year to people that have been playing for 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you see a deal being made that is just clearly so awful, it's usually with a not as experienced player 
or the reference squeeze previous archetype, the chaos player. Mm -hmm. yeah. And when I see it, when I see a bad deal going to the chaos player or a not as experienced as I am player, that's when I will jump in. Now, if it's if it's two very experienced people, say like Duff and Forrest are doing one, and clearly, you know, Duff's getting the raw end of the deal, or Forrest is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I may point out, like, what the hell yeah, are, you are you doing? doing? That's a terrible yeah. deal. Like, what what but, cockamamie plan do you have going on? Over but there? I'm not going to sit there and try to talk them out of it because it's like, look, they are just as yeah. experienced, if not more experienced than I am. So whatever. I don't know what they have in their hand. Mm -hmm. But if it's, say, the Godfather in Forest and it's clearly a bad deal, I'm like, here are all the points yeah, of why you should not do that. <laughs> let, me give you, let me give you the three, let me give you the three structured argument tiers of why this is a bad, why this is a bad deal for you. I, I have a 13 slide PowerPoint I'd like to show <laughs> yeah, you on why you shouldn't take this deal. Now, if you'll, if you'll refer to figure 4B <laughs> from three slides ago, <laughs> you'll see how Forrest is just trying to win this game. Now, say it was a deal that somebody was making and it was a bad deal, but it affected you negatively, but it didn't affect anybody else at the table negatively. What would you do then? Oh, raise hell. I'm making a, I'm making a, I'm making a huge, I'm making a huge stink. Guaranteed every time. <laughs> might have to go have a talk. Yeah, it, might be, it, might be a it might be a Tucker timeout sort of situation. <sighs> I miss playing in person because I want to see another Tucker timeout. I want to be a part what, of it. What? So that actually happens to me quite a bit. <laughs> many, many deals are very negative for me uh, and no one else. <laughs> so I am actually the king of, I never get them overturned, uh, but uh, I am the king of experiences and, and what you what you should do. And, and really at that point, only thing you can do is whoever's on the receiving end of the deal it's not that you have to make them a deal in exchange. You just need to really point out why they shouldn't take that deal. Whether it's, hey, I have these two cards out here and that's the only thing keeping this person from doing this. Like you really don't want to do that because now they're going to be opened up to do whatever. Or, you know, my rest in peace is keeping their graveyard exile. They kind of need their graveyard. You really don't. So like this is more helping the table. I try to point out those types of facts mm. and maybe I will make a deal like, hey, like is there something that you want more that I could offer? For you um but yeah it i would say most deals are usually more negative for a single player than for the whole table yeah i'd agree with that yeah and, and you just gave me an idea and i want to i want to get them made now a nice just for you mr combo because you like to put the facts in here's what's happening on the the pros here's the cons i want to get you a marker board so you can write out <laughs> Single pros, single cons, and just slide it across yeah. the table and go. Have you seen my handwriting? It's terrible. You can, do, you can do a quick SWAT. You can do a quick SWAT analysis. Oh, it'd be, it'd be just so nice. Then you could just hold it up over on your side of the table and say, "Oh, look to the left, pros. Clearly the cons outweigh the pros. Three to four. You got to go with my half, half of them would just be half of them would be no pros and cons. You are an idiot and you are making a mistake." <laughs> and I would just have a very phallic-shaped thing I drew there and saying, this is you if you do this. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> You're a pickle between two rocks. Um, oh, I get it now. See? Oh, it's yeah. working. It's working. All right, Big Tuck, this one's for you. I don't even really care about Mr. Combo's response. If somebody politics and doesn't keep their deal, how do you and the play group deal with that moving forwards? Well, uh, I'll tell you how the playgroup does. They just always hold it over your head for the one time you went back on a deal to win the game and will never let you recover from it and try to poison Correct. everyone else try to poison everyone else into thinking that you're some sort of charlatan. It's um, not poison, it's just the truth. 
Uh, so yeah, so that's all, that's about how I feel about that because I know you just wrote this in here and stick it to me and continue to perpetrate this, continue to perpetrate this lie and this slander, which I don't care for, sir. And, I, and with that, I say good day. I say good. I say good day, sir. Good day. Um, okay, so I actually have some opinions about this. Some very heated opinions in certain cases and some some mild opinions for people that have gone back on deals, but not necessarily to just stab you in the back and win the game. Uh, Maybe things had completely changed to a point where you can't be, you know, faulted for it. But I would say if you make a deal and the playgroup sees you make a deal and you blatantly break that deal, the playgroup absolutely should treat you like charlatan for the rest of your life because that's what you've done. It's what you've earned. You done it out in person, and that's the way that this works. <laughs> you did it in the cold, um, cold light of day. Now that being said, I do not think you should just go and kill that player for the rest of the playgroup's <laughs> career. That's I don't think that's fair. <laughs> I, I, where I put this is you need to give them a healthy amount of shit every other game, if not every game. Yeah, I was going to say, that's occasionally. That's, just, I don't know about any to, other game. Yeah. Just to pepper it in there that, hey, uh, we remember that time that you did this thing, and the deal that you make with me now is Pepperidge Farm remembers. And you're, on, oh. and you're also on thin, you're also on notice, and, and <laughs> yeah. or it's, thin ice, depending it's basically on... like saying, hey, buddy, you're on thin ice, uh, don't go ice skating, I do not so, recommend it. Sounds like the ice is problem. And oh wow, wow! That was a that was a mediocre to fine bit at best. Classic, it's wow. classic. <laughs> uh, Mr. Combo, I actually do want to hear what you have to say. I, I didn't want to single you out, but I wanted to make Big Tuck feel bad. So I guess it actually depends on why they didn't keep their deal. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's man, if I break the deal, I just win the game right now. Like, I'm going to be salty for, like, a game and give you some, you know, nudge nudges about it, but, like, whatever. Game's got to end, and I'm all for people ending games quicker in Commander because I... Uh, for me, the sweet spot's an hour to an hour 20 long game. When it goes to two hours, two and a half hours, like I just want yep. to concede, but yeah. my pride won't let me. Um, <laughs> and so if it's for that, I'm I've okay with it. I've watched you scoop before, sir. But if they're breaking their deal just because maybe someone else offered them a better one, then it's like, man, that's, you're on notice for, for a few weeks. That's bad. Yeah. Um, the swap out, the swap outs trash. I'll agree with that. And then when they just straight up break their deal and they got nothing in return, like no one even offered them anything. It's just like, Hey, don't target my commander for two turns. And like, I'll do this. And they're like, cool. And then the next turn later, they're like, source the plow share. It's just like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, you have you have put me on you have done the uh, triggered effect in rage uh, and that effect means that Mr. Combo will come for you forever <laughs> Sounds, is that where you good. and Lorda leaves are at now or are you just kind of at this uh, constantly I going mean, at it I would wager to guess Lorda was that from an incident or was that from just I don't know months he, a year he, he of, says, of build up he claims that I pick on him in games I do not believe that to be true, but from his standpoint, I have like, I just do things that don't make any sense so that go with him and make it to where he hasn't been able to like play of like a few different games. And so that's why he is hellbent. I'm hellbent because I think it's funny. <laughs> so you're, perp- you're perpetrating, so you're, you're, you're perpetrating you your own misery. <laughs> 
Well, we'll see. Now what I'm doing is, because he's actually keeping a tally of all the games that he and I play oh, and the win-loss yeah. record. So now what I'm doing is, now apparently I'll just let Mana Crypt kill me instead of him killing me, so he never gets wins again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, listen, I'm here for it, because I, I love this rivalry. It's starting to become actually real, which I love even more. So I, keep, I, just, keep it I up. need you to I need you to calm down off this rivalry for at least one game so we can have our Reese battle without somebody just ruining the whole thing. We've tried it twice, both times. Either somebody comboed out or just went straight at Sir Brian, <laughs> completely wrecked his board and then completely wrecked mine because it was Mr. Combo and he hates Reese to start for. And then he hates I did that the, the first time. I, I wasn't there for the second time. Fair enough. Yeah, we the should do that four player, a, four player all Reese attack. <laughs> That'd be hysterical. Now that being said, I do feel like when you go onto a table, Mister Combo, and you see two Reeses across Reeses, not, not, Reese uh, you see you see two Reeses across the table. Does that also trigger your enrage? No comment. <laughs> oh, I need oh. actually. I didn't hear. Can you put your lips directly on the microphone and say that, please? <laughs> Yes, thank you. Clear as well. All right. Oh, wow. All right. Well, that was fun. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed that. That's the uh, second installment of this. We got a couple more for you. You don't know when they're going to come out because we don't know when they're going to come out. We do these whenever we feel like it, whenever it feels right. Um, So that's politicians, politicking. Just know if you break a deal, people are coming for you. If you make a deal, hell, people might still come for you because you made a deal against a... Uh, generally, I would just go out there into the world knowing that in magic, people are coming for you. Yeah. That's why group hug is still bull. I'm sticking with that. All right. <laughs> with that, let's get out of this. All right. Well, that'll conclude. What's the plane chase? Now in that last segment, Squeed dives into those creative juices with the Weatherland. Back to the Weatherlight Report, coming to you live from Weatherlight Chopper 4. I'm Squee McGee, still here, still flying. The The chopper was repaired and strengthened. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm still looking for the terrorists involved with the rocket launcher attack. Uh, I know it's this so-called... Uh, oh, what was it? It was Antikra or something, right? right? Oh, what if it was... Oh, no, I can't go there. That's too far right now. It's too political. It's too political. Anyways, uh, so today we are talking about a legendary enchantment creature god. And is it Farika or Farika? Yeah, Farika. She's freaky. I I cheated by one, so there's 201 decks on on, uh, EDH Red, and y'all can suck it. Now, before before we go any further, I just want to remind you that, just putting this out there, literally a set came out with like 9 million legendaries that I guarantee all are under 100 decks on tapped out right now or on EDH Red. I know, okay, but, but that's that's not fair because no one's yeah. had a chance to build them yet. Right, so I'm saying strike while the iron's hot before, they, before all I, these... See, I've done this in the past and y'all gave me for it, so I'm yep. not doing it. What? I tried. I tried in the past, and y'all were like, well, oh, yeah, you're going to talk about one of the best commanders in the new set. Oh, yeah, but that's yeah, the thing. There's a, mi- there's, yeah. a mil- there's a million not good commanders that just got pretty too. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to make something decent. Well, Anyways. Okay. Anyways, we're going into Freaka, God of Affliction. So, one colorless black, green, legendary enchantment god. It's a mythic, uh, indestructible 5-5. Five, five. As long as your devotion to black and green is less than 7, it's not a creature. And then for a black and a green exile creature, or exile target creature card from a graveyard, to its its owner creates a 1-1 black, green, snake, enchantment creature token with dead touch. So, <sighs> general theme here... 
get crap out of your graveyard, make tokens, and then we're going to trigger a whole bunch of enchantments entering the battlefield type Ooh, of things, right. and then kind of swing through and have some fun with it. So, uh, not to mention, as uh, Big Tuck and Mr. Combo, I think you mentioned this, what, maybe a week or two ago, these gods, once they're on the battlefield, are so hard to get rid of. Oh, yeah. So hard to get rid of. Because they're indestructible, and for this, honestly... I don't really need it to be a creature. I, I think you're just going to... Also, this card, comparative to the rest of the Pantheon, people are just going to see it and say, oh, okay, okay <laughs> Commander. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so, first card I wanted to talk about is uh, Arrest of the Endless Web. So, two colorless, two green, legendary enchantment creature spider. Um, and the reason I'm talking about oh, this is yeah. because it is an enchantment. Uh, most everything I'm going to be talking about is going to be enchantment based and enter the battlefield effects that type of stuff but um this one being an enchantment is going to trigger a lot of other cards in the deck i liked it because it has reach for one it's a three five Mm -hmm. so it has a big butt for two um your little one one death touch tokens are not going to do a whole lot for you if anybody has flyers or if they have bigger creatures uh the death touch part's nice but if they can swing around you or over you not much you can do so you want to have some protection in there but i like this too because whenever an opponent casts an instant or sorcery spell create a one two green spider creature token with reach also so this will build you an army of blockers because i would what would you say like every if we're playing in a four pot every go round of everybody's turn there's probably at least two instants or sorceries in a go round yeah that's probably that's probably fair average yeah i'd agree with that yeah so like in my mind you're going to get this out as a big blocker and then you're going to get a couple tokens every go round. Have any of your token yeah. doublers out there? Insert parallelized doubling season, all that crap everybody knows about. Uh, you're gonna get a lot more of these. So I really liked this card. And then uh, just being an enchantment is, like I said, it's gonna play off a lot of other stuff. Yeah. No, I like it. Yeah, I really. Yeah, I like it too. And I, I think it. <laughs> I mean, granted, uh, Commander Legends didn't really fill this gap because, uh, you know, there's some archetypes out there that people really want good legends for. Mm-hmm. Spider Tribal is one yeah. that I remember when this came out, people were like, ooh, is this finally make Spider Tribal viable? No, not really. <laughs> right. um, but, you know, uh, I think you hit a good point to where with the one twos with reach, I mean, I could definitely see Arasta getting out, you know, five or six spiders before someone probably does anything about her and you're in the colors and your commander's making tokens. So you're probably running all of your multiple token generators because why wouldn't you? So yeah, that makes sense. There's a fair amount of cards. I think, I think your idea of going with the, the, the enchantment entering the battlefield triggers that constellation. There's a fair amount of cards. Uh, in these mm-hmm. colors that, that do some pretty interesting stuff with it. So yeah, yeah, I'm in. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna oh, talk about constellation right now. Uh, so next card I wanted to talk about is Satessan Champion. Uh, oh two yeah, colorless and a green creature, human warrior. It's a rare constellation. Whenever an enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one plus one counter on Satessan Champion and draw a card. Holy crap. So good. It's so <laughs> awesome. good. It's so amazing for this. Because we're going to be popping as many enchantment tokens in there. Uh, we're going to be building other tokens in other ways in this deck. And then it just gets to be this out of control yeah. big beater. If you have an overwhelming stampede, you could potentially knock somebody out with this by itself if you do it right. Mm-hmm. So um, in my mind, this is a great card. And then draw a card is, is fantastic. You can yeah. that that just gives you so much gas, especially when every token entering the battlefield for you ide- ideally is going to be an enchantment, and it's going to be ideally doubled or some version of that where you can make multiple copies of that more so than what just the commander's doing. 
You could yeah. potentially draw four, six, ten cards a turn. I like no, I'm I'm in. I think it's great. I like it. I like it a lot. For uh for all those green players out there needing some draw. Here you go. Found it. Just a thought. Just just a thought. Uh, okay. So next card I wanted to talk about it is a hybrid card, actually. So Umori the Collector of the Collective. <laughs> Legendary creature ooze. Uh, two colorless and then hybrid black green hybrid black green has companion and I wanted to ask your opinion about this because I actually I would like to have this in the 99 but I'm thinking about my mind as well have it as a companion because it's going to play with this deck really well so it's companion reads each non-land card in your starting deck shares a card type as Umori the collector enters the battlefield choose a card type spells you cast of the chosen type cost one less so you pick enchantment so the here here's the issue because technically your starting deck does include your commander. Mm-hmm. And so that means everything's going to have to be an enchantment. That's yeah. not a land. Or creature. Yeah. It says but, shares a card type, though. So I think it would then make it an enchantment you, in addition to you what can, you can put in. But you couldn't you have any instant or sorceries in. Right. And on top, of, and on top of that, you'd have to choose because, like, there are enchantment creatures, right? That you could kind of mm-hmm. you could kind of yeah. sneak by, but you're still at some point. There's a finite amount of those, and you'd have to choose. Yeah, yeah. you'd have to choose one or the other, right? And okay. fill them in with these gaps. It's interesting. I, I may still think about doing it. Would that be, because it, it would, could be fun. It would be a really. It would be a very interesting. Slimy. Build. Yeah, no, it'd be. It would definitely yeah. be slimy for no, sure. No, I, I think this would be a teetering. Or is sweaty. it sweaty? Uh, no, it'd be sweaty for sure. This would be a sweaty uh, one. Yeah. Yeah, this would be very sweaty. Borderline. You are in the pool. You're so wet. So. I still like it because you're going to choose enchantments on this. It's going to make all your enchantments cost one less that you're going to be playing. However, it would be fun because there are a lot of, even still, there's like legendary enchantment artifacts and all sorts of different things that you might be able to fill this deck out with. So I just looked up within these colors, there are 59 cards that are enchantment creatures. Oh, it's plausible. It's plausible. plausible. (laughs) That's one word for it. Sure. Well, a madman could could shuffle these together and pray. <laughs> well, you, you you know me. We're talking to the right I'm person. To be a, a slight slight madman when it comes to the game of magic. All right, uh, enough on that. I'm, oh man, that card's got me thinking. It's really got yeah. me thinking. Enchantment tribal all day long. Not only enchantment tribal, but enchantment only tribal. Uh, so last card we're talking about is coming in. If I believe at a hot five cents. Benefaction of Ronus, two colorless and a green sorcery. It's a common. Reveal the top five cards of your library. You may put a creature card and or enchantment from among them into your hand. Put the rest in your graveyard. This helps on twofold. You can find something you need, and then it also gives you some gas because you're going to need some stuff in your graveyard to exile so you can make these tokens. But it doesn't matter because if you run the companion, you can't run this card. <laughs> I know. That's why I'll say that. That's why I posed the question to the group. <laughs> oh. I, 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 okay, this card sucks and doesn't fit the theme, so we're going to skip right past that. I, I want to go back. I think you should build this with the companion and its enchantment because you have piles of good enchantment creatures that can do this double duty. And then you can fill out with like, there's a lot of those new enchantments that like ETB and then Sack and do something else. From Theros, I think this. I think there could be there could be something there. 
You're gonna have to work for it. You're really, so, you're so, really gonna have well, to work for so, it. So, Tuck, yes. are you saying that he leans? Because obviously, he can do enchantment creatures, and that'll fit the type. So, right. but which is he gonna do on which end of the spectrum? Is it gonna be creatures or enchantments? Enchantments. It's gotta be. So you're saying do enchantments and enchantment creatures? Correct. Right. That's what I'm okay. thinking. Because then you can get your yep. ramp from all those enchantments, right? And then enchantments double down with other enchantments too. You get the constellation triggers. I don't know. I don't know, man. I think I think there's something here. I, I, I think it's plausible. I, I, I'm still a little offended that you think that uh, Benefaction Arona sucks in this deck. But I'm saying it just sucks because if you play the companion that you obviously painstakingly researched, that? it doesn't make any sense. What's, what's, your, <laughs> what's you're missing here is I asked you if the, the companion would be a good idea, said that it was going to be in the 99 regardless, and I originally put it in the 99 when I built this deck, but I wanted to ask you what your opinions were on making it, and it sounds to me like you do want it to be a companion. So yeah. I guess I would have to change my pick on the fly yes as it were but i got uh, i got a pick for you that i just found while we're doing this that would that would fit it perfectly so i this is a really interesting card that i've never heard of it's an it's a green enchantment overwhelming instinct for two colorless and a green whenever you attack with three or more creatures draw a card which is pretty nifty because those snaky snakes have death touch right so it could be easy that you could swing in with three of them maybe they get blocked and take out some creatures maybe not but then you get to draw the card off it interesting i've never heard of this card either it's, this inter it's, so it's, cheap? it's interesting it's an interesting way to think about like a way to draw this some card's cards and, and some stuff yeah why is this not well i mean you only get to draw one card off yeah it's of only it. one so yeah you only get one card off of it Even and that's why still like as we talk about it's not always i mean guardian project's better than that oh yeah, good point. Mean, you can have why not both they're both enchantments yeah. perfect yeah i dig it i dig it well uh I guess I guess we're uh, swinging this thing towards enchantment tribal. And if you so. do want, I do have a fancy foily stargazing Theros rigmarole with Farika because they had the, they had the generosity to pay me to give me two of them after not giving me the thing for six months. So wow, how nice of them. <laughs> How nice of them. Well, yeah, I may have uh, may have to take that off your hands. Yeah. Anyways, that's all I had on this. So I'll uh, I'll kick it back to the action four news desk with Mr. Combo and Big Tuck. Thank you for staying with us, and as always, remember the great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level 1 Game Shop by retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, sharing, and placing orders at level1gameshop.com. Another way to support your team is to actually head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash cmdtower, with reward tiers for all the budgets. There is a way that you, the collective, can help squee get help <laughs> stop building this trash. Hi, you I'm, I'm, on, I'm on 64 here. I'm running out of gas, guys. <laughs> if you would like to pick up some of the sweet CMD Tower swag, just head over to our website, cmdtower.com slash merch. We have playmats. We have sleeves. We have tokens. Please go buy them for the love of Christ. <laughs> You can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 News team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and our website, cmtdower.com. You can communicate directly with your news team at cmdtower, at Mr. Carmen number 5, all spelled out except for the 5, at Dear Squee, at Big Tuck Tweeting. From your MTG Action 4 News team, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.